To get more out of this podcast, head over to Nebula, the creator-owned streaming service where you can get more episodes ad-free and earlier than everybody else, plus bonus content and exclusive series by myself and more than 130 other top-tier educational creators, many of whom I've interviewed on this podcast. You can sign up for Nebula by clicking on the link in the description or go to nebula.tv slash conversations with Joe. You can sign up for Nebula by clicking on the link in the description or go to nebula.tv slash conversations with Joe. It not only helps support the podcast, it furthers our mission of building a platform that focuses on content that matters. You look especially lovely tonight. Thank you. Um, so do you. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I try. Especially like that shirt. I think it looked good on my bedpost. <laughs> uh, well, 1992 called and they want their pickup line back. Classics never go out of style, though, right? What was that? What? The what? That sound. What was that? Oh, that that's that's nothing. It's um it's it, it's it's nothing. So you were there saying There is again. The, uh, it's kind of a ghost. A ghost. It's my phantom toe. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I, I, I lost a toe a while back, and, and it's kind of haunting the house now. Yeah, toes don't make sounds, so... Dead ones do. It, can you make that stop? Well, not really. It never goes into the bedroom. If you want to go in there, it's... Okay, <laughs> there it is. You know what, I think I'm going to go. No, I wasn't trying to... That's not what... I've seen pathetic before, but that was extra pathetic. Oh, come on. I didn't mean it like that. I was just trying... Please don't go. You know what? Why don't you take that toe of yours and stick it on your bedpost? I'm sure you would love it there. How do you think I lost it? Every time. People lose limbs for all kinds of reasons. From diseases like diabetes, to car crashes, to fireworks, which I'm sure many of you are recovering from right now, to yes, household accidents, like stubbing your toe on a bedpost. By the way, before I get into this, I wanna give a big thanks to Giovanni Cruz for playing with me in today's sketch. Uh, she and I go way back and she's doing some really awesome stuff. She's actually gonna be in the movie Reminiscence with uh, Hugh Jackman and Rebecca Ferguson. And she's got another really huge project that I can't talk about, unfortunately, but she's doing awesome stuff. I'm super proud of her. Uh, thank you, Giovanni. You are awesome. Anywho, let's talk for a minute about Admiral Lord Nelson. Admiral Lord Horatio Nelson was a courageous and confident man, two traits that served him well in his long career in the military. His victory at the Battle of Trafalgar in 1805 helped establish Britain's dominance on the sea for at least a hundred years. But Nelson paid for those victories. During his lifetime, he experienced pretty much every disease you can think of, a spinal injury, the loss of his right eye, a scalp laceration, a head injury, and even constant seasickness. Yeah, one of the greatest admirals of all time. <laughs> Got seasick. And he also had his right arm amputated without anesthetic. The surgeon who performed the procedure wrote in his diary, quote, Nelson bore the pain without complaint, but was given opium afterwards. It's a fair trade. And also apparently Nelson asked the doctor to heat his knives first, saying that a heated knife is less painful than a cold knife. When you've had so many amputations that you're actually telling the doctor how to do it, I think I'd just become a shopkeeper at that point. Also pretty forward thinking on his part because that might have prevented an infection. 
even if he didn't know why. What he also didn't know was why for years after he lost this arm, he continued to feel pain from an arm that wasn't there. Now his explanation for this was that it was proof that the body has a soul. And you know, just like your soul moves on after your body stops working, then you know, the, the arm of his soul continued on after his arm was removed. And his pain was because, I guess his soul had arthritis? Now, it's not hard to see how he came to that conclusion, especially given the beliefs at the time, but uh, luckily for him, the pain did eventually go away when a ligament that was protruding through the wound eventually fell off. And doctors today think that there may have been a, a branch of the median nerve sticking through that ligament, which is giving me a toothache just thinking about. But this phenomenon of people feeling pain in body parts that have been amputated, it is a real thing. It's called phantom limb, and it's super weird. But understanding phantom limb pain gives us a, a unique insight into the structure of our mind and the nature of reality itself. And there are lots of different types of phantom limb pain. They can go all the way from minor aches and itching to burning sensations and even stabbing pain. U.S. neurologist Silo Weir Mitchell used the term phantom more than 150 years ago to describe the experience of feeling or sensing a missing limb while attending amputees during the U.S. Civil War. And it's not just amputations. Some people experience phantom pain after they injure their spinal cords, some after a tooth extraction or the removal of a breast or body organ. But amongst amputees, it's pretty common, happening to 60 to 80% of people. There seems to be no correlation between it happening and a person's age or gender, and the pain may last a lifetime. In fact, one study of several thousand soldiers showed that more than 70% of them continued to experience phantom pain as long as 25 years after the amputation. So what causes this? All right, first let's look at the nervous system. Sensory neurons are responsible for a lot of things from how things feel in touch to just the, the placement of our body in 3D space. We have neural pathways that carry these signals all the way up into our body through into our brain where it's processed by the somatosensory cortex. Your entire body is mapped out in this cortex. It's the part of the brain that creates a, a mental model of what your body feels like. It's, it's a literal mind map of your body. By the way, do you wanna know how your brain perceives you, what your brain thinks that you look like? Your brain thinks you look like this. This is what's known as a cortical homunculus. The different areas of your body are exaggerated or minimized according to how densely packed the sensory neurons in those body parts and correspondingly, how much space they take up in the somatosensory cortex. As you can see, the mouth is especially large, which makes sense because this is how we take our food in. We need to be able to differentiate between what we can and can't eat. Taste is a big part of that and requires a lot of processing. Also, the hands are loaded with nerve endings because we use our hands to sense and manipulate the world around us. Speaking of, there's also a motor homunculus that's even more exaggerated in the face and hands. Our face, because we use it so much in communication, and our hands because, well, we just don't appreciate how dexterous and nimble our hands are. Just, just think about everything that you do with them. What all do you do with your hands? Talk about it in the comments. Perverts. So that's a lot of sensory and motor processing space being taken up in your brain to deal with these extremities of yours. And it can also vary by usage. You know, for example, somebody who uses their left hand often for something like playing guitar will probably have more space taken up in their brain than non-guitarists. This cortex representation can also go up in a body part that's been injured in some way to let us know that, you know, that there's something wrong there. And this might have something to do with phantom limb pain. So yeah, one theory involves basically faulty wiring in the brain. The idea is that after an amputation, the brain continues to receive signals from these nerves that were once connected to a body part, and now it's sort of having to rewire itself to understand what's going on down there, and that can sort of lead to phantom pain. A study published in Nature Communications in 2016 showed that patients with chronic pain associated with an amputation or nerve injury had, quote, crossed wires in the brain area associated with sensation and movement. 
The researchers trained 10 people to use a brain-machine interface to control a robotic arm with their brains. What they discovered was that pain increased when a patient tried to control the robotic arm by associating it with the movement of their missing limb. But training the patient to associate the movement of the robotic arm with an unaffected limb decreased the pain. Another study has shown that the brain can actually remap a body's sensory circuitry for a missing body part to a body part that currently exists. So like if you're missing your hand, it might say remap that to your ear. So when that person's ear gets touched, it's kind of like somebody was touching that person's missing hand. And since those wires are kind of tangled up in the brain, we experience it as pain. And another possibility is just that it's a matter of damaged nerve endings at the site of the amputation. Yeah, severed nerve endings can actually grow thicker and more sensitive at the site of the, the amputation. So any even mild sensation becomes a lot you know, more painful. Now normally the dorsal horn of the spinal cord would restrict those signals. This is a part of the spinal cord that receives the body's somatosensory information before it sends it onto the brain. It sort of like organizes it first. But it's thought that after an amputation that dorsal horn uh, inhibitory control can go away, meaning the signals just get stronger as they make their way to the brain. So there seems to be several different factors that could be causing phantom limb. Each one of them could do that individually or they may work together to cause it. But there are some treatments available, including prescription medication like antidepressants or anti-epileptics, electrical stimulation, hot and cold therapy, and light massage. Now one interesting treatment is called mirror therapy or mirror box therapy, which basically tricks the brain into thinking that your missing limb is actually there. And it can also be used to help stroke patients to reclaim some, some movement in limbs that have been affected. Developed by neuroscientist V.S. Ramachandran in the mid-1990s, the mirror box is a device that has a mirror splitting it in half. The patient puts in both limbs and the mirror creates a reflection of a non-amputated limb in the place of an amputated limb. The patient then moves the non-amputated limb while looking at the mirror. And this creates an illusion in the brain that the amputated limb is also moving. Over time, the patient can feel movement in the phantom limb and it's been shown to relieve amputees of phantom pain. This therapy takes advantage of the brain's neuroplasticity that allows it to sort of reconfigure and, and remap things, but it also uh, plays off the idea of mirror neurons, which are neurons that kind of help your body to sort of mimic movements and other things. Mirror neurons are interesting because they can actually become activated when you see somebody else performing an action, um, or even if you just imagine taking an action. So yeah, with mirror neurons, a patient's visual cues tell these mirror neurons that this amputated limb is moving, even though it's obviously not there. And over the time, the brain will sort of figure out how to deal with these new signals and, and create new connections so that it you know, feels the limb again. So mirror therapy is really cool, but it's also limited, which is why some scientists are working with a new kind of technology, maybe you heard of it, virtual reality. And it looks pretty promising. A study from 2014 uh, took a look at this and they had people use a virtual reality system to create a fake hand uh, in a virtual world. One study in 2014 used a VR system to create an image of a hand on a computer monitor. They then used surface electromyography data from the missing hand and then uh, trained the person to control the hand using those signals in the amputated hand. And in this particular study anyway, it did reduce the amount of phantom pain that this person was experiencing. In another study from 2018, researchers used a virtual reality headset and touch-enabled prosthetics to trick a brain into believing that a false arm was an extension of their body. In the paper, researcher Giulio Rognini wrote, the brain regularly uses its senses to evaluate what belongs to the body and what is external to the body. We showed exactly how vision and touch can be combined to trick the amputee's brain into feeling what it sees, inducing embodiment of the prosthetic hand with the additional effect that the phantom limb grows into the prosthetic one. The researchers studied two hand amputees who perceived that their phantom hand was actually smaller than their original hand. 
This is actually a phenomenon called telescoping because they believe that the phantom limb has retreated back into the body. This is so weird. Anyway, by using a virtual reality headset that showed a prosthetic hand and a full-sized hand on top of it, they were able to kind of rewire their brain into believing that their phantom hand was the same size as their original hand. But no, virtual reality does have some advantages over mirror box therapy. It can be a more immersive world that you're involved in there. You have more control over what you're seeing in that virtual reality headset. And also it brings in other senses like touch and hearing. But let's face it, what's really crazy about phantom limb pain is that you are feeling pain from something that isn't there. It is pain that your brain is just making up. But I mean, really, that's, that's kind of true of all pain when you think about it. I mean, the pain signals that travel up to your brain, those are just electrochemical signals. It's your brain processing it that creates a sensation of pain. It's the whole brain in a vat thing. You are literally just a brain in a vat taking in signals from the outside world and interpreting it in a way that makes sense to that brain. Or as Dr. Jens Foll said in a TEDx talk in 2017, We have this myth in our minds that our brain just sits back and reports to us whatever's going on in reality. But phantom limb pain tells us that that's not the case. Phantom limb research tells us that our brain needs to interpret what's going on in reality. And our brains don't always do that perfectly, but whether they get it right or not, that's what becomes our reality. Phantom limbs and our brain's ability to create them gives you an idea of just how subjective our ideas of reality are. You know, we feel like we have such a good grip on things that what we feel, see, and experience is real. And our brains do a pretty great job of that, but it's still just as made up as anything our imagination can conjure. You know, it, it makes you question objective reality in a way. Can there be objective reality or is it just shades of potential realities? You know, for me, it's just further proof that the best way to go through life is one where you question your beliefs and your worldviews, you know, that you rely on more than just what you experience to get to the truth, if you're interested in getting to the truth. And whatever you do, don't lose a toe. Those things will come back and haunt you. So, as I said earlier, your brain has a lot of uh, neurons devoted to your taste buds. So if you want to make the most of those neurons, I highly suggest you check out today's sponsor, HelloFresh. Not only do they deliver farm fresh food to your door so you never have to go out shopping for it, they give you everything you need to cook just like a world-class chef using those amazing homunculus hands of yours. Like that's what's great is that even if you can't cook very well, all you have to do is just follow the instructions and it's literally restaurant quality for way less money. In fact, it's less money than it would cost for you to buy all these ingredients at the store, which you'd probably have trouble doing anyway because HelloFresh sources their food directly from farmers. And I personally appreciate that they ship their food in recycled paper packaging to cut down on plastic waste. So if you wanna try it and see what it's all about, HelloFresh is offering you guys 14 free meals if you go to hellofresh.com and enter the code JOESCOTT14 at sign up. And I can tell you, these meals go a long way. This is a lot of food they're giving away, and they're even covering shipping, so you've, you've got nothing to lose. So yeah, just hit JoeScott14 at sign up, links down below. All right, big thanks to HelloFresh for supporting today's video, and I wanna shout out the Patreon supporters, my answer files that are growing an awesome community and just being awesome people. We got some new names I gotta murder real quick. We got Mark Jones, Mike Perez, Marcus Lindstrom, Hardig De Gea, uh, Nate Benson, Byron Stice, The J.O.D., Mikulov Hercules, love that name, uh, Intrigued Mind, Jake Johnson, um, Louisiana Lady, uh, Ke Kevin DeGraff, The Bros, and Christina Rose Nimmo. Uh, thank you guys so much. If you'd like to join them, get early access to videos, exclusive stuff, and just join an awesome community of awesome people, you can go to patreon.com slash answerswithjoe.
Please do like and share this video if you liked it. And if you want to learn more stuff, if you think that, uh, you know, you want to see what Google has in store for you here, then do it. I've only said this a million times and I'm still getting it wrong. Or you can check out all the stuff over here on the side with my name on it. And if you enjoy what you see, uh, I do invite you to subscribe. I come back with videos every Monday. All right, that's it for now. Thanks again for watching. You guys go out there, have an eye-opening rest of the week, and I'll see you next Monday. Love you guys. Take care.